Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. God forbid, if there is a breakdown of law and order, can your business flourish? Stop being short-sighted. Don't cut your nose to spite your face. Praying for the nation is enlightened self-interest. When it's well with the nation, it will be well with you. If anything goes wrong with the nation, it's going to go wrong with you. And don't fool yourself that you will jackpot. Where are you jackpotting to? You are jackpotting to America. And I've just told you their own problem. Do you think that, God forbid, if there's a difficulty in America, they will not look after the whites first before they look after you? Who is an immigrant? Don't, be, don't, don't deceive yourself. Yesterday, I was watching on CNN, floods in New York. There was a flash rain in New York. And we have some of our friends, you know, friends that are more like family now. So, I was just led of the Lord to quickly call them. I said, oh, I hope he hasn't reached you. I said, no, 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 no. Pastor, thank God, our house is in a... They live somewhere in Brooklyn. It's in an elevated place. So the thing was not able to come down. I said, thank God. I just wanted to check on you people. You know? Don't, don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. The other day, I was traveling back to Nigeria from London Heathrow. I, I received the shock of my life. So it was about time for my flight. So I said, Look, let me quickly go to the toilet. So I can ease myself before I go. And I'm used to this particular lounge because, you know, I travel in, in, in the business class. So I know the place. I, I know this for men. <laughs> I've been there so many times. And lo and behold, I get to the place I normally use. And it's man and woman. On the toilet door is man and woman. Because the first set of toilets used to be women. Then our own for men is in front. Everything now is. So I had to be very careful. As I was going, I would look at who is coming out. Hello, <laughs> magic. True story. When did England become like that? The nation of John Wesley. Famous words of Apollo 13. Houston, we got a problem. I got news. Houston, we have an answer. We will subdue the nations by the power of God through faith. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. That's why it was written for our admonition. So let's take it, you know. First of all, I want to look at Joseph. Everybody go to Psalm 105. Are you still on my side? Oh, glory to God. Joseph, Psalm 105. 
beautiful scripture. And we're going to be looking at verse 17 through 22. This is the psalmist recording what God did through Joseph years earlier on. But he's recording it under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That will become a revelation to us generations ahead. So he said, he sent a man before them. This is before Israel was ever formed. See, Jacob and his sons were only a family. They were not a nation. So God sent Joseph before them to create a place called Goshen. From where the family will be transformed from a family to a nation to fulfill their prophetic destiny. Ah, what Joseph did is greater than raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers. Those are important. But what Joseph did transcends that. The greater works. And you and I must do the same for Nigeria now. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, a slave, whose feet were hurt with fetters. He was laid in iron until the time his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him. Even the ruler of the people and let him go free. Let, let me just stop there before I go on. I want to ask you a question. It's rhetoric. How did this happen? Sold as a slave. House of Pofitola. Prospers. The madam wants to seduce him. He refuses. He's thrown into jail. Says they hurt his feet with iron. He interprets the dream of the baker and of the butler. They forget him for two years. I'm asking a rhetorical question. What was Joseph doing all of that time? Only one answer, praying. The Bible tells us, who through faith subdued him? He didn't have tongues like we have today. He was certainly a praying man. If he was not a praying man, those circumstances were enough to overwhelm anybody. Like Papa Ralph preached to us some years ago, stay sweet, Joseph. How did he stay sweet? By the power of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. That's how it happened. It didn't just happen. It's not just by God's sovereignty. God found a vessel. Thank you, Pastor Larry. A man. It wasn't a bunch of people. It wasn't a group of intercessors. One man. And he changed the destiny of a family to a nation. And changed the destiny of an empire. To fulfill the purpose of God. These things are written for admonition. If one Joseph could change Israel and and Egypt. A few Josephs would change Nigeria. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody.
We don't have to be many. Go back to verse 20. We stopped in verse 21. And he let him go free. Verse 21. And he made him Lord of his house and ruler over all his substance in a strange land. To bind his princes as his pleasure and teach his senators wisdom. We need that in Nigeria right now. You don't have to join APC or PPP or boo 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 or whatever. <laughs> but you can be a Joseph where you are. And through prayer and intercession, God will give you access to people and you will bind the princes at your pleasure. And you will teach those senators wisdom. That's a solution to the Nigerian problem. And it is being implemented as I speak. God has his Josephs. We're here. We're here. Number two. Moses. Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. Who is still on my side? If I'm giving you hope for Nigeria, give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, I didn't hear you. I can hear people here. I can't hear the choir. I can't hear the people at the back there. I can't hear the people at the back there. I can't hear you here. And the Lord said unto Moses, See. That was a see. Say see. Say see. Turn to the neighbor. Say that means revelation. See. I have made you a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron thy brother shall be your prophet. What do you see? Like Pastor William was saying during the prayer, do you see yourself as a grasshopper? No. You're not God. Don't, be, don't misunderstand me. But like God. That's what we're called to be in Jesus. To the president. To the senate. To the house of assembly. It is what we decree in Zion. That they will do there. Subdue the nation kingdoms by faith. Exodus chapter 12. I'm just taking extractions. And look at verse 12. Interested. That's 12, 12. That's government, government. God is, God is wonderful. Even the, the verses are inspired. I'm telling you. Look at. Exodus 12, 12. God is dealing, this is, he's about to bring the people out. After Pharaoh has stubbornly refused to let them go. But you see, if you look at it in the natural, you don't get it. This verse reveals to us the spiritual powers behind the bondage of the people of Israel. Hear what God says. For I will pass through the land of Egypt. This night, this was the night of the Passover. And I will smite all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, man and beast. And everybody screamed this last thing. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Ramses, Ra, the sun god, all of them bowed. To the God of Israel. 
and all the demonic forces that some of our politicians use and all of them, we will execute judgment on them. And the will of God will be done for Nigeria. I remember watching the cartoon movie, Prince of Egypt, many years ago. And they were, you know, doing the cartoon that, you know, like Moses, you know, when he went to Egypt to go and let the people go. And when he turned, he, he put his, his rod down and it became a snake. And the other, Janice and Jambres, they put their rods down and they, and they too became a snake. Then Moses' snake now swallowed up the other two snakes, you know. And in the song, as they were singing it, you know, they were telling Moses, they said, you know, he said, you're dealing with the big boys now. Not the small principalities and powers, the big boys. Am I talking to anybody? Elisha and Elijah. 1 Kings chapter 18. Who's still on my side? And we're going to look at verse 21. Just gonna, I'm just picking the verses as I've been instructed. And Elijah. I didn't hear you. I'm hearing them. I'm not hearing them over here. I'm not hearing them over there. I'm not hearing them over here. I'm not hearing them over there. And Elijah. Uh-huh. Came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If God, if the Lord be God, follow him. But if Bela, Baal, then follow him. And the Bible said, The people answered him not a word. And we know the rest of the story. He says, The God that answered by fire, let him be God. Bring your sacrifice. They did their own. They caught themselves. You know, the devil is a silly person. You know? Makes you do all kinds of stupid things to yourself. You know, they shouted, they killed all till, from morning till night. Nothing happened. Then around the evening time, the time of the evening sacrifice. Elijah builds his altar. I don't want to go into all the details. And then he said that the Israel may know that I'm serving the true God. He said, and the fire came down and consumed the altar. Second, where am I? Thank you, Jesus. Yes. And the Bible says, they say it's well spoken. Here it is. Yes. Good. Excellent. Verse 38. 1 Kings 18, 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Verse 39. Will happen to Nigeria. And when all the people. Scream it all. North, south, east and west. When all the people saw it. They fell on their faces. And they said. The Lord. He is the God. The Lord. He is the God. And then, Pastor Andrew, is after the fire. They now took the prophets of Baal and they slew all of them. That too is coming. I'm on a roll this afternoon. I'm on a prophetic roll. 
I'm about to close. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1. This is spiritual. Elijah's own was spiritual. This, the condition of the nation was in idolatry and by the power of the spirit without measure, the fire of God that fell down. In one day, the nation's loyalty changed from idolatry to the worship of Jehovah. It will happen in Nigeria. It's in front of us. Am I talking to anybody? This is a nice anniversary present. I told you I had something coming. Pastor, Pastor Beg, I was saying, give us a preview. I said, come to church. You can chew on this for the next three months. Mm. Then Elisha, this is not Elijah, now this is Elisha. This is the economic miracle. I first of all dealt with the spiritual miracle. All this is all prophetic for Nigeria, America, China, Iran, you know, India, and all these nations. We're going to subdue all of them by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we can make disciples in every nation. Am I talking to anybody who's still on my side? Then Elisha said, I didn't hear you. Uh, I heard them. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Then Elisha said, aha, now you're with me. Then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. About this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Today, it is one naira, one thousand naira to one dollar. And a prophet arises and says, Tomorrow. It will now become one naira fifty kobo, or one uh, one naira will now be one dollar fifty kobo. Look at verse two. And then a lord, on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God, and said, "Behold, if the Lord would make." The wind would make windows in heaven. Might this thing be? And the prophet said, Thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but you will not eat of it. It will not be your portion. What God is going to do in Nigeria will tingle the ears of men. I'm closing. I'm just going to rush through the last two. Daniel Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Again, Daniel did not open the eyes of the blind. He didn't heal the sick. He didn't cleanse lepers. He didn't raise the dead. But what Daniel did, I'm just going to keep it very simple. There were two outstanding, they did a lot of miracles, but there are two outstanding ones I want to bring out. The first one was that they brought freedom of religion 
to Babylon. Daniel, Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to bow to the God of Nebuchadnezzar. They were thrown in the fire. The fire didn't touch them. They came out. You know what the king? They made a, uh, a decree for the entire empire. They said that nobody should speak anything against the God of Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If he dares it, his house will be made a dunghill. That is coming to the world. To Nigeria, to America, to Iran, to India, to China. Say, don't speak against the God of the Christian. In the, the second thing Daniel did was... Israel had been in captivity in Babylon for 70 years. And the prophet Jeremiah said it would be 70 years. But 70 years were almost up. And nothing was happening. So Daniel, and I suppose with the uh, assistance of Shidrach, Meshach, and Abednego, through intercession, he said, and I, Daniel, I understood by the books the number of years. And I gave myself to fasting and prayer. That's a true prophet. That's where the prophet gets his revelation from. I speak from personal experience. And you know what happened? God revealed to him what was going to happen. And we, we, we know that at the end, Daniel died. He didn't follow them when they, when they were. But at the end, God raised up Cyrus, who now made a decree that caused the children of Israel to go back from Babylon to Israel. To fulfill their prophetic destiny. Stand to your feet. God is working in Nigeria. We are to subdue what Israel ought to do. We are to subdue Nigeria by faith. Through, watch this, two things. One, intercession and prayer. Two, righteous living. And I'm not talking about legalism. Obeying God in righteousness by faith. For it is the effectual and fervent prayer. That's important. But of a righteous man that avails much. There's a lot of prayer going on in Nigeria today. But how much of it is being done by righteous men? And I'm not talking about right standing alone. I'm talking about right doing. That is where the destiny of the nation lies. Talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.